final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU gets the win in round two. They defeat LMU 85 to 60. And the good news, fans, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. And you heard Caleb Lohner in the pregame conversation talk about using this week's practices leading up to the tournament to build BYU's edge. Well, I'd say they did a pretty good job, Cougars coming out and really dominating this game from the start. They get the win by 25 great games from just about everybody. Everybody participated. Everybody contributed to this win. 22 for Alex Barcelo, 15 for Nell Fusinitriori, 15 points, 11 rebounds he was fantastic all right let's get to other action uh, going on in the WCC tournament coming up in a little less than 30 minutes game two tonight at the Orleans Arena on the men's side that will be the matchup between Portland and San Diego the winner of that game will move on to tomorrow's late late game so after BYU and San Francisco the winner of Portland and San Diego will face Santa Clara. Two finals from earlier today on the women's side. Santa Clara defeating San Diego and advancing on 86-79, and LMU getting the win over St. Mary's 71-64. One game tonight in top 25 college basketball. Number 22, Murray State, gets the win over Southeast Missouri State by a final score of 88-74. Just underway, no score right now. Utah State on the road looking to wrap up Mountain West Conference play before they head to Vegas next week for the Mountain West Conference tournament. They are on the road at San Jose State. As I mentioned, just underway, no score to update you on there. All right, coming up next, we will uh, let you know how BYU baseball did, BYU softball as well as check-in on men's volleyball on the road at USC. The Trojans and the Cougars battling each other right now in Los Angeles. We'll update you on all of that action, and if there's a chance to go to the podium, we will do that as well coming up on the other side. BYU gets the win and moves on to the quarterfinal tomorrow night against San Francisco. They defeat LMU tonight 85-60. Back with more Cougar postgame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU gets the win, 85-60, beating LMU and advancing on to take on San Francisco tomorrow night. Watching the Zoom post-game press conference at the podium, uh, it appears that Mark Pope and a couple of players, I see Foose, did not see the second player. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, listen in for a few minutes. Coach Pope will still join Greg Rubel and Mark Durant coming up. But uh, let's get a little preview here and uh, hear from head coach Mark Pope after the victory. Yeah, I got you. They're so tired of me talking. <laughs> like, we cannot take it another second go out. 
So I'm going to talk about what, what coach has been telling us this past week. Um, I, I thought that we've did a, done a great job at just having edge when we step out on the court. And, you know, it's March. That, that's what teams got to play with. That's what, you know, players have to play with individually when they're following scout. Um, but then collectively as a group, you know, the, the way that we were able to, to guard guys like Eli tonight and uh, Quintana, uh, I thought we did a great job together as a group, just having edge, making plays. Um, you know, they, they hit some tough shots, but I, I thought together, um, you know, we worked really well. A guy that came off a 30-point game, um, you know, him not having a night like that. Eli, who kind of gets their team going um, every, every time they step out on the floor. I thought that Foose did a great job on him and Atiki did a great job. And then our, our guys with our digs made, made incredible plays uh, down the stretch. But just playing with edge, playing with edge is what we're preaching right now. And, and I thought that these guys, like, we, we came to play and we're going to come to play tomorrow because it, it's March. It's winter, go home. Okay, at this time in the room, we'll open it up to questions for the student-athletes only. Go ahead and raise your hand, and I'll point at you. Go ahead here in the front row. Yeah, it's, it's a huge opportunity. They're a really good team, but we have the same mindset every game right now. Uh, like I said, it's March, it's winter, go home. So we got, we got to lay it out there. Every time we step out on the floor, we got to give it a hundred percent, you know, not 99% isn't good. And that's another thing that coach tells us when, when we're playing 99%, as opposed to us playing a hundred percent, it's night and day. And, uh, when we have guys diving on the floor for 50, 50 balls, when guys are making great digs, helping each other out, when guys are talking gaps, having bottoms, um, playing together collectively as a group defensively, I, I think that we're, you know, we're, we're really good. And I think that that helps us create, you know, plays on the offensive end when we're running in transition or just making plays for each other off the bounce, second or third sides. I, you know, I just playing with edge, playing with edge and every game matters. So it's a huge opportunity for us tomorrow, but we're coming in with the same mindset. Alex Barcelo after BYU gets the win. This is Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Uh, real quick before we send it back to the Orleans Arena, Trevin Nell standing by with Greg and Mark. BYU baseball getting the win 8-4 over Milwaukee. Softball winning two today. The first game over Yale, defeating UC San Diego in the second game. And right now, men's volleyball trying to avoid the sweep. They trail two sets to none in set number three, BYU leading USC 13-7 in Los Angeles. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Locker Room Show. As I mentioned, the guys talking with Trevin Nell. Your final from Vegas, BYU gets the win 85-60 over LMU. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Accelerate down the lane, step back, elbow jumper. He got it. Oh, Seneca Knight. So That's a score shot. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bill Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome at Courtside Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, and the Cougar Locker Room Show begins now. It's brought to you in part by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Still to come in our postgame coverage, BYU head coach Mark Pope joining us right now. 
It's BYU's Trevin Nell. Trevin Nell, 15 for the Cougs tonight. A season-high tying 15 as BYU defeats LMU by a score of 85-60. to Trevin, great night tonight for you and the guys. Congratulations. I appreciate it. We needed it. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, at this point, you need every game. It, they all mean the same thing right now, don't they? Yep, it's winner go home. So uh, what, does, uh, what does the pressure of March uh, do to you or feel like to you? Um, it's... It definitely has a lot of pressure, but, you know, we came here to win. Before we got on the, on the plane, Coach Pope made us say, why, why are we going to Vegas? What's our purpose of going to Vegas? So we each had to tell him it's to win. You know, we had to instill that into our minds that we're not here just to play, but we're here to go to the championship and win it. And so every game's a winner-go-home game, and, you know, that's how we've been playing. Trev, great job. I love how the team's playing right now, playing as a team. But it is weird to kind of play a team for the third time in, what, two weeks? And What was the game plan and maybe anything different going into tonight? I know Quintana was lights out last night. Was he more of a focus? What was the, what was the game plan for this one? Um, Quintana and, and Eli Scott were both our main focus. Uh, you saw the stellar performance by Quintana the other night with, you know, 30-something points and 80-something threes. So he's a great player, and so we try to limit his, his attempts beyond the arc, and we try to limit Eli Scott's catches. And when we did that, we played better as a team, and we were able to get out in transition and make some points, you know, easy points for Foose or other guys on the team. So our main focus is just have an edge defensively, make a play for our teammate, and limit those two guys. You broke out with 15 tonight, your best scoring night in a, in a while. How do you view expectations for your contributions, what they're wanting from you, and how maybe tonight kind of just fit into the flow? Like you weren't out to say, I'm going to be, you know, this is a double-figure night or anything. You just kind of were letting it, you know, be as part of the offense. Yeah, well, first off, I love this gym. There's something about this gym. I love this atmosphere. Um, BYU Cougar fans, they, they travel, so it's like a home game every game. So the atmosphere is great, and my teammates, they just help me out. Every single day, they just tell me, hey, if you're open, shoot it. We trust you. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, we finally got out of this little funk, and we were playing a little timid, but now our whole mindset is, hey, you got to make a play for your teammate. And so if the play for me was Tej on or Alex made a great pass to me. I got to make that play to make the shot, and that's even making a play um, for a teammate. So our whole mindset is just edge and make a play for a teammate. I think you're shooting around 57, 58% from three in this gym during the WCC <laughs> tournament. Yes, you sir. do like this place. I love this place. <laughs> AB scores 22 tonight, just kind of AB being AB. And there's Foose with another double-double. Yeah, Foose is, is incredible. You know, what he's doing on the court is something special, and I feel like you know, for me, I might take it take it for granted because someone might shoot a shot, and I'm like, oh, Foose will clean it up. <laughs> um, but Foose is a tremendous player, and A.B. is doing exactly what he said, doing what A.B. does. He's a great leader on and off the floor, and, you know, again, he's shooting 50%. So, you know, why not just let him shoot it? <laughs> How important is it for a, sh a perimeter shooter like you to have big men like Foose and Caleb and Atiki who are not only threats inside, but you saw many times tonight where they – they didn't force a shot, and they kick it out to shooters. How does that help uh, the perimeter guys when those three guys are playing so well inside? Well, let's take a moment and like, congratulate Caleb. Caleb played a crazy good game today, and he didn't force anything. Every single time he caught it, he was super patient. And I feel like he, that's exactly what we need from him. He was super patient when he got the ball, and if he was, had the mismatch, he went up and scored. Um, so, I cr cr like, credit to him, hats off to him. And he got me open a couple times with just big screens and just doing what he does and foos. We, you know, Foose is just, I love Foose. He's super humble and he's just always smiling, you know. 
he gets a he got a rebound he's always a, he's like i got you trev and i'm like thank you he's like a little big bro to me now <laughs> yeah trevin now smiling pretty broadly right now as well we'll take a break and have some closing comments with trevin after this on the new skin byu sports network is lasik right for you at utah eye center This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Coach Mark Pope is coming up. We're continuing our Cougar Locker Room Show coverage with Trevin Nell. Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you in part by Maersk. Maersk is an integrated container logistics company and member of the AP Moeller Group. Connecting and simplifying trade to help our customers grow and thrive. With a dedicated team of over 80,000 operating in 130 countries. We go all the way to enable global trade for a growing world. Learn more at Maersk.com. Trevin Nell, season high tying 15 points, part of BYU's 85-60 win over LMU in the second round of the NCAA tournament. I beg your pardon. Wishful thinking. The WCC <laughs> tournament. We hope the NCAA tournament is next. Uh, Trevin, you spoke in the first segment about a funk the team had been in. You kind of broke out of the funk. You said, what went into that? What was what was the vibe and what was maybe tightening you guys up during that time when things weren't going the way you wanted? I think it's just when we lose one game that was so close against Santa Clara and then we come in and play a, a team like Pacific, which is a great team, well coached, but we felt like we were supposed to win that game. You know, we kind of let off that gas pedal. And then, you know, when you go into a losing streak, it's kind of hard to get out of it. And so I feel like we were trying to force too many things to help the team if that makes sense so we we're trying to like do too much instead of let the flow of the game come to us and that's what coach Pope just talked about a ton was hey like you making a play for a teammate is helping the team more than just trying to force something that's what we tried to do tonight was you know we would drive into the lane go off two feet and if you didn't have a clean shot just pass it out and you know a b or t John will get into the lane um, but you know that was the thing that kind of helped us get out of this funk is you know make a play for a teammate and just do our thing and you know shoot with confidence Hey, Trev, you had uh, five days, I guess, of practice. What was kind of the focus of this week, knowing you're coming into this tournament? How much was about the teams you might play? How much was just about getting the team in the right frame of mind coming into the tournament? Um, well, it was, it's hard to, you know, prepare for a team that you don't know who you're going to play. And so for the first couple of days, it was just about us. You know, we were always trying to focus on having an edge defensively. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, we had that edge. We had that, you know, mindset of, hey, we're, we're going to hold our team below 60 points. And it doesn't matter how many points we score because, you know, we're going to hold them below us. And I think we were kind of losing that edge a little bit. And so that's the only thing we focused on this past, you know, week was, you know, we got to have that edge. We got to have that fight defensively. And then, you know, defense leads to offense. Tomorrow night, San Francisco, you beat them at their place. They beat you at your place. Neutral site. <laughs> I, I know. I know that USF feels like like they're probably in the NCAA tournament, but you're playing every game like you have to win that game to have a chance for the dance. What do you think about USF tomorrow night? They're really good, well coached, a great team. You know, Bouye and Chavez are great players. They're tough guards to you know play against. But like just like you said, we have a different mindset than they do right now. I feel like it's winner go home for us, and we're gonna come out and play like that. Like our heart depends on it. How close does it feel to you right now? Like, like, how close do you think you guys are to being in the field of 68? Well, I mean, I walked into the coach's office, and I was just talking to him about, you know, what we need to do, and um, on their laptop was just the rankings, and there's a red bar, and it was 49 teams, and we were the 50th one. And it said <laughs> the top 49 are going to the tournament, and we were 50. 
So it's literally right in our fingertips. And so we just need to go get it. You know, take it from the you know, USF tomorrow. Well, Trev, I'll bet on the Cougars tomorrow. And one guy that I bet on in this gym is Trevin Nell. <laughs> and so go get it tomorrow. Best of luck to you guys and get some rest and, and, and a little sleep because it's a big one tomorrow. I know you guys know that. And uh, I love the way you're playing right now. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Last thing for you, Trev, and then we'll let you go. BYU's always come into this tournament as a two or a three seed. You kind of wait till Saturday or Monday to play, and then other teams will play, and they get a little momentum. Now you're one of those teams. You had to play Friday, first ever Friday game for BYU, and you got the result, played really well. Do you hope to turn that maybe in your favor tomorrow night? For sure. You know, last year even, I was like, man, these guys have already played two or three games. Like, they're feeling good in this gym. And I was like, this is my first time in the gym. <laughs> um, but uh, it's definitely, I feel like, going to play in our favor. We played really well tonight. And, you know, we shot extremely well just making a play for a teammate, trying to get our assist opportunities up. And, you know, it's great to have Caleb and Fus and Atiki and them, you know, big guys to help us out. Well, you look great. Guys look great. We look forward to tomorrow night. Trevin, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Trevin Nell. Coach Mark Pope is coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside, the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, Nevada, on second round Friday. USD in Portland just about to tip it off. BYU defeats LMU by a score of 85-60. to As you heard with us here on the radio tonight, BYU never trailed in this game. BYU head coach Mark Pope joining us now on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Coach Mark Pope, congratulations on winning a second-round game at the WCC Tournament. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm super proud of our guys, and I feel like we're in a good spot together right now. And um, these guys, man, we want to go play, and we want to go see if we can live to fight another day. And that's actually such a fun place to be as a team. It's a really fun place to be in a locker room. And I'm really proud of where these guys are in their hearts and souls right now. You can tell when you've got a team that is locked in, and I think that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah. You know, we talked about two concepts all week long. We talked about our edge on the defensive end. Our edge on the defensive end is so important. That's the 99% working really hard, being in your spot to to 100%, uh, just desperately, urgently communicating, trying to make plays. And we spent a lot of time at 100% tonight on the defensive end. And Alex Barcelo is the catalyst for that. It seems inhumane and unfair to ask him to also lead us there, but when he is right, when he is 100% dialed in on the defensive end, our guys feed off it, and he was incredible tonight with a, with maybe the toughest, certainly the toughest assignment in this tournament so far in having to shut down uh, Joe Quintana, who it was completely, insanely unconscious last <laughs> night, and you guys know how it works in a tournament. The games come so fast that you don't lose that. Like, normally, if you get it going the first game, it's coming the second game, coming the third game, and for Alex to shut that down, along with Spencer and the rest of the team, was super impressive. We've seen the Jordan Fords and Colby Rosses get going in this thing and just yes. keep rolling. Yes, 
Yeah, I noticed that about Alex as well. Said it a couple of times on the radio. How, I mean, he's always fo- laser focused for, but he was so, particularly on the defensive end. He's not your best defender, but man, he was really making it happen. And I think he sees probably is his role as a senior and what the weight of these games and and what they mean. I, I think he's even more Alex Barcelo than he usually is. Yeah, I mean, listen. You know, and it's not easy because sometimes you get to such a peak space. You you get to such a place where you're just so locked in that it can backfire. Mm. And um, our our team didn't feel that way tonight. We felt right. We felt, uh, you know, we feel like we're really caring about the right things. It feels like we're dialed in. We're urgent. We're trying to make plays for each other. And I don't think my guys are scared. I don't think they're scared of outcomes. I think they're just passionately chasing positivity. It's pretty great. Eli Scott is among the toughest guards in the West Coast Conference, and he got 24 tonight. He passed the 2,000-point plateau. He's at 2,002. He ends his career at 2,002. Credit to Eli Scott for making life difficult for a lot of teams for a lot of years. Yeah, he is, uh, man, what an unbelievable career he's put together. He is um, he is, uh, he is, is such a challenge to deal with. and. You know, every team knows the challenge that they face, and and uh, he just keeps putting up numbers every single year. Uh, I was really proud of our guys. You know, um, the, one of the things with us was we kind of felt like, hey, you know, if he gets if he gets 20 or 30, but we keep everybody under wraps, uh, we, we can survive this game. And and I thought our guys did an unbelievable job, kind of hanging hanging in with that game plan. You know, who else puts up numbers is Foose. He goes 15 and 11 and shoots six of eight from the field in a modest 22 minutes and 17 seconds of play. He was tremendous. Yeah, yeah I thought he was great. And, and you know what was really nice was uh, we played them a week ago in um, at home, and it wasn't Foose's greatest game. There were, t- You know, he was uh, – you know, the, 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 these flopping calls, these charge calls are, are super complicated, and especially for a young guy to learn. And it, it, it kind of like, you know, Scott uh, is so good at that. And I thought Foose, I mean, you think about the education he's put together for himself in a week and the performance he put on tonight, offensive and defense, I thought he's just, he's just special, man. He just, he just is getting better and better and better. It's hard to beat any time, any team three times in a row, Coach, especially you played him three times in two weeks. Did you do anything differently or you just kind of know these guys? Obviously, you wanted to, to maybe slow down Quintana after last night, but was it kind of the same basic game plan coming into this one? Yeah, so it, it was interesting. Uh, coming in defensively, our game plan was much more similar to our home game than our road game in terms of how we were treating Scott. You know, we got Scott kind of sliced and dices in the first half at Loyal Marymount. Uh, and then we, I thought we controlled the, the, t- the team defense much better at home, and I thought we did a good job here. And then, and then their, you know, our offensive game plan had to switch on the fly because they're never a St. Mary's cover team. It's just not they don't believe in it, but they went there early and often, and so that kind of changed our post offense. I thought our guys did an unbelievable job uh, getting driving lines and getting downhill and kind of making decisions, especially as the game got going. We got a couple guys you know, not playing off two feet early where they could have been better. But um, I thought our guys adjusted really, really well in terms of our offensive game plan as we went. More with Coach Mark Pope coming up. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, time for our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs evaluation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. A lot of places we could go for a valuable stat tonight. Uh, you could have taken a look at uh, second chance points, BYU plus 16 there. You could have taken a look at points off of turnovers, BYU plus 9. I want to focus on a number that represents something maybe larger, Coach Pope, and that's Trevin Nell with a season-high tying 15 points. It's not so much that he scored 15, but what it kind of represents at this time of year is you need it from a lot of different places, and Trevin gave you a great game tonight. Yeah, if you think about Trevin and Spencer and Atiki, uh, our bench brigade, it's very small bench brigade, but that's what we got. And Hunt actually was great tonight, but you think about Trev. First of all, Trev, like we hadn't even landed yet, and he was already floating. He loves this gym yes. so much. I mean, he is one of just every shot he shoots here in his life is going in. It's beautiful. <laughs> like I told him, I told the press conference, I'm like, if if this if this gym ever gets a home team, they gotta draft him because he's just it's it's crazy. And then. You know, you go down the st- – I was going down the stash here. I'm like, oh, good. I kept Alex at 25 minutes. I kept Tijon 21, you know, trying to monitor these minutes for tomorrow. And I get – I'm like, we did it. We did it. And then I got this down to Spence. He played 30 minutes. I mean, what a gift to just be able to put him on the floor and know that he's going to make everything okay. And his impact on the defensive end was extraordinary, especially like the, the first deal. He comes in the game and he just makes an impact. That's the 100% we're talking about. And I thought Atiki was great too. So – you know, we need those guys. They got to be great. Hunt gave us great minutes, and and uh, that's that's our team. Let's yep. go. Yeah, four steals for Spence tonight, by the yes. way. Yes. It's awesome. I mean, I thought he was incredible. Coach, it wasn't too long ago we had a couple weeks where, I mean, the team was struggling, clearly, and uh, had lost something, it seemed. And I'm wondering, I look at this team now, it's performing at a high level on both ends of the floor. What do you think this team kind of found again? Well, I mean, there's been so many adjustments, you know, and, and that stretch was hard for us, too. Like, we had a lot of stuff go wrong for us, and we had we were dealing with some really, uh, you know, d- tough injury stuff and, and just the weight of the season and a tough schedule and just some misfortune. I'll tell you what I'm super proud of and impressed with is the way these guys have responded to that. I mean, we are 5-1 and one since then. Um, and these guys have, listen, we all were together at LMU, you know, six games ago, having lost four in a row, having suffered through some really tough injuries, having a lot of doubt and, and uh, you know, unsureness, down 17 in the second half. And um, you just think uh, most most teams don't don't have enough leadership and enough uh, internal fortitude and, and toughness to, to, to scratch and claw back from that. And it wasn't easy scratching the claw back. Right? We've been through this thing together. Like, every step of the way has been hard and frustrating and difficult and challenging. But these guys just keep keep going there. And I'm telling you, guys, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I'm telling you, my guys right now, we are in a place with a boatload of fight. And we have confidence. And these guys have belief. And they got some fire in them right now. And that's all you want when you get to March. It doesn't guarantee guarantee anything. But, like, in terms of our spirit right now, we're in a good place. And we can't wait to get on this court tomorrow. Yeah, how much do you love the fact that you get to play a game tomorrow night that means as much as it does? I mean, you have to earn it. 
like, and these guys have earned it. They've earned it. They've earned the right to like be in this game tomorrow, and and it's uh it's against a great, uh, not a good team, a great team uh, of as veteran as you can possibly get, um, and and we're gonna come in and fight, and let's go. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Tonight was a lot of fun to get this game, uh, to get this tournament experience underway. We hope it keeps rolling for uh, a few more days. Coach Pope, thank you. How great is March, guys? Come on, how great is March? The best. Like, let's go. <laughs> we gotta keep. We gotta stay alive here. Let's go. That's Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the coach Mark Pope has taken his leave, and that'll bring us to the end of tonight's BYU basketball broadcast, the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Brought to you by the BYU Creamery, and we'll be back with you tomorrow night. BYU in San Francisco. It'll be a 7.30 Mountain Time pregame with an 8.30 tip. Greg and Mark back with you as the Cougars take on the USF Dons. And as we've talked about, Mark, it's kind of a win and you're in feel. Now, there's no guarantee that if BYU wins tomorrow, they'll be in the tournament. But if they don't win tomorrow, they'll be out of the tournament, I think yeah. it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, Monday is Monday if you get to there. But uh, it just kind of feels that if you go 6-1 and one over this seven-game stretch and you beat USF for a second time in three tries and they're a top-30 net team, the resumes are very similar. If USF's supposed to be in, well, then BYU should be in with a win tomorrow night. Yeah, it'd be hard to say that San Francisco should be in when BYU had a 2-1 two, two and one record against them. And BYU playing, is playing great basketball. I think they're put. I mean, you kind of have to factor in the competition a little bit, but I feel better about this team now than I did when they were 17-4. and four. Uh, That's crazy, I know. But what I'm seeing now is the defense that kind of got them to 17-4. and four, But the offense is much better. You've got so many guys that are confident and can score. Go down the list. And before it was like, who's going to play every – now this team is really playing good basketball. We'll see how that translates against that good team in San Francisco. Uh, but what a great opportunity. I mean, you have, you have your kind of destiny to a, to a big extent in your hands. And uh, I think if they win that game, if the – the tournament was selected Saturday night. If they win, they'd be in. Of course, a lot of things can happen with you know, bid stealing stealers. bids and all yeah. that. But I think at that point, they would be in the tournament and it would have to kind of be taken away from them. And so that's a great opportunity for BYU. I love how they're playing. I love how this team has come together. It's a good story, and I hope that story continues past you, tomorrow. You hit the key word, opportunity. BYU has the chance to play itself into the dance, you feel, uh, tomorrow night. That's all you would want. And we're so excited to be able to bring it to you tomorrow night. That'll do it for tonight. Let's wrap it up by thanking our crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Adam Woodall. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Thanks as well to Sean O'Neill of the BYU Radio management team. Courtside, we had Coach Mark Pope and Trevin Nell joining us in our postgame coverage. LMU Radio broadcaster Jesse Cass was part of our pregame. Our appreciation to Matthew Lerman, the LMU SID, and to Tyson Jex, BYU's basketball communications director, for their assistance as well. So for all those folks and for my color commentary colleague Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel reminding you that we're back with you tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. pregame, 8.30 tip, BYU and San Francisco. So in the meantime and in between time, 
This has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Las Vegas, Nevada. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.